0: Now, bodily life needs material nourishment, not only for increase in quantity, but to maintain the nature of the body as well, lest it be dissolved by continuous resolutions and lose its power. In the same way, it was necessary to have spiritual nourishment for the spiritual life, that the reborn may both be conserved in virtues and grow in them. Spiritual effects were fittingly given under the likeness of things visible, as was said. Therefore, spiritual nourishment of this kind is given to us under the appearances of the things which men rather commonly use for bodily nourishment. Bread and wine are of this sort. Accordingly, this sacrament is given under the appearances of bread and wine." But consider this, he who begets is joined to the begotten in one way, and nourishment is joined to the nourished in another way in bodily things. For the one who begets need not be conjoined to the begotten in substance, but in likeness and in power only. But nutriment must be conjoined to the one nourished in substance. Wherefore, that the spiritual effect may answer the bodily signs, the mystery of the incarnate word is joined to us in one way in baptism, which is a spiritual rebirth, and in another way in this sacrament of the Eucharist, which is a spiritual nourishment." In baptism, the word incarnate is contained in his power only, but we hold that in the sacrament of the Eucharist, he is contained in his substance. And since the fulfillment of our salvation took place through the passion and death of Christ, in which his blood was separated from his flesh, we are given the sacrament of his body, separately under the appearance of bread and of his blood under the appearance of wine. And so we have in this sacrament both memory and the representation of our Lord's passion. And in this, our Lord's words are fulfilled. My flesh is meat indeed, and my blood is drink indeed.